We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't know how you don't like this song. You just think of a Mariah Carey singing directly to you and block everybody else out, and it has to make you feel good. And a person that hates this song has to be a little messed up in between the ears. And there's only one person I know that truly hates this song. And it's my counterpart. And I thought he will call and defend himself, but I guess he said, no, I better not try that. Because he know once he hangs up, we get the last laugh. But right now, you get a chance to ask me any question that you want to ask me. It's our little thing we do every Friday on B. Mitchell Finley at 1 o'clock. And you get to ask me any question. I will try my best to answer them. And I always say, Keep it real. Let's keep it uh, clean. But if you ask something that you don't want to hear the answer to, don't ask me because I probably will give you an answer you don't like. So let's start off with Smitty and Laura. What's up, Smitty? How you doing, brother? Smitty? I don't hear Smitty. Put Smitty on hold. Let's go to Alex in Leesburg. What's up, Alex? Hey, B. Mitch, I want to know who the cheapest, most stingiest teammate you've ever had and what did they do? Ooh, cheapest and most stingiest. Thank you. Have a good holiday. All right. I'm just going to give you his name. I ain't going to tell you what he did. Albert Connell. AC, we called him. He was the cheapest and he was the most stingiest. If we were, this is a story. We would gamble a lot. We would play Boo-Ray. Sometimes the pots get to forty, fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars, and our thing is, if you lose, you don't play again until you pay. And for some reason, Albert always like, "Well, man, I, I, don't, I don't have it right now." Well, you don't have to have it, but we know you get paid tomorrow, and we will be at the bank with you. So there have been people that roll up at the bank with him to make sure he went inside, got that money, and paid it, or you're not gonna uh, be able to play again because he wanted to play. And then, you know, there was another guy I knew, won't say his name. He always had a problem going on. But every time he got some money in there with some new tennis shoes or something else. Like, dude, I thought you had to pay a bill and you buying new tennis shoes. So we had to make sure we took care of him. So uh, in the proper way, you know, we, 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 we dismiss people that act like that. And we got rid of that dude. So, but Al McConnell, yes, he was uh, one of those dudes that wanted to play but did not want to pay. And that's a problem. Let's go to Smitty and Laura. What's up, Smitty? I don't know. Smitty and Charlie, two times they got us today. Who we got next? Jason? Where? They got to put them on hold first. Okay, when they go on hold, then we'll get to them. Let's go to Chucky in Upper Marlboro. What's up, Chucky? 
Hey, B, Mitch, happy holidays, brother. Same to you, bro. Hey, hey, I, I, I want to know something. Whatever happened to Tony Carinci ever since that uh, last year when he did that hip check on that uh, that uh, 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 linebacker from Chicago? I haven't seen him in. Tony who? Tony Carinci uh-huh. that, uh, that referee that did that hip check last year. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. that He did, did disappear, did he? Yeah, I haven't seen him since that hip check. I don't know, man. I guess when you get in the, and you do something like that as a ref and you kind of affect the game or play or harm somebody, they have no choice but to get rid of you. Already everybody thinks think that I, I've seen so much stuff on the Internet the last week, people thinking the NFL is rigged and fixed and all that type of stuff. Your referee doing that type of thing, you got to get rid of him quickly. I'm hoping they do the same thing to that referee that uh, called that play on uh, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how did I know that was coming? <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you for your call, man. All right. All right, Chucky. Let's go to Kensington and check out my man, Brandon. What's up, B? What's up? How you doing, man? What's happening, Brian? I'm chilling, brother. Hey, man. I used to uh, love going to your appearances back in the 90s, a long time ago, with the Turk brothers. How were they behind the scenes? I think they both were cool. You know, uh, Matt was super, super cool. Uh, Dan was uh, a little... It's a little reserved in a sense or, or distant, you know, but when he opened up, he was, he was, it was rather cool. It's just the way that that thing ended uh, in our uh, Tampa uh, wasn't good. Yeah. And when you're a guy that don't communicate a lot with everybody, you know, right. you, you don't have enough people to defend you. People defended Matt, yeah. but they didn't defend Dan. So, and yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. And one last question since I got you here. Did you ever see Prince in concert? In concert? No, but met him personally. Oh, okay. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. We played, holiday, yeah, we played Super Bowl in uh, Minnesota. Had a chance to meet him. I have a cousin who hey. Rodney who lives in Detroit, who's a Prince lookalike, and they were able to connect hey. that. So I got a chance to meet him at the Glam Slam. There you go. All right, brother. Appreciate Bye. you. Rather short, way shorter than he looked like because those heels did not. When he took off the four five inch heels, he was way down there. But the dude could dribble basketball. All right, let's go to uh, Alexandria. And get to Anthony. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? You know, you, you don't have enough people to defend you. Yeah, turn it down a little people bit. All right, Landfill say bye. Let's go to LaPlata and check out Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, B. Mitch? Merry Christmas, brother. Same to you, bro. Hey, man, I've been thinking about this while I was a former punter and special teams guy myself. Who's the toughest punter you ever had to face in the NFL? Catching a ball, hang time, placement, all that stuff. I think his first name is Chris, but his last name is Moore, I know. M-O-H-R, played for the Buffalo Bills. The dude would kick the ball right around 38 to 42 yards. He had well over a four-second hang time, and you had to fair catch everything. And to me, that was <clears throat> that was like uh, demoralizing because when I got a guy that could hit it 50 yards, 60 yards, and he may have a 4.2, 4.4 hang time, I have a chance. But this dude hung it up all the time. And there were times where you had worked on something so much and you just felt it was going to work. And you, you, if you took a chance, they always got you. So it, it has to be him because if I go back in my career, I guarantee you I might have fair caught the ball against him damn near every time I played him. Apparently he was with uh, Washington in, in 2005. I was gone then. Yeah. yeah, I was out the league. But I know he was with uh, Buffalo 
uh, at some point in my career, and he was he, – hey, John just found it in the picture. That dude would hang it up. He kicked it just short enough to where you felt good and got a chance because you thought he hit one bad, but it had just well enough hang time to where if you tried to hit it, you were going to get hit right in the damn face as soon as you caught it. And I don't think he had very much average against him in his career because everybody had the fair catch for the most part or take a chance when you shouldn't be, and they probably got caught or hit in the face and then had to tell their coach, well, you know, I was just trying to try something, and it didn't work, and the coach get mad at you. Let's go to Chesapeake, Virginia. Check out Neil. What's going on, Neil? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, B-Nips? I'm Long good. Time fan here. Thank you, bro. Hey, what's up, man? I'm calling about the uh, third down play. I was at the game Sunday night where uh, Daniel Jones uh, rolled out left and threw the ball out of bounds, and the fan called it. Huh? I- I'm that fan, and I called the ball, and uh, I'm calling <laughs> to ask you for your help. Uh, I don't know if anybody's listening or uh, they have a photo or video of that moment. They can ask you on Twitter. I'd appreciate it because I got the ball. And I'm trying to get a picture to go so, along with it of me catching it. Okay, well, I just will say it. If anybody remember Daniel Jones rolling left, throwing the ball out of bounds, and there was a fan that caught it, if you have a picture of that, you can hit myself on B Mitch Live NBCS or B Mitch uh, Thirty on uh, on uh, that's on Twitter the NBCS, but on on uh, Instagram B Mitch Thirty, or you can hit B Mitch uh, and Finley. You can hit JP Finley uh, NBCS. You hit any one of those things, send us the information. Or do you have a, a thing they can send it directly to you? And if they give us the information, no, sir, we'll make sure I, we I try sure to give it to you. I sure don't. Huh? You don't? I said, no, sir, I sure don't. Well, if we get it, we'll definitely – if somebody sends us and say they have a picture, we'll make sure that we announce it and you'll call back and we'll get a connect and try to get you that picture. That would be great to get a picture and that ball in the frame. Man, that'd be – be hella nice. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, it was like a 45-yard bomb right to me. I All led right. the Giants in receiving that night. <laughs> good, good stuff, man. Well, enjoy. Have a Merry Christmas. Yes, yes, sir. Merry Christmas. All right. We got Smitty back. Let's see if Smitty worked with us this time. What's up, Smitty? <laughs> What's up, Smitty? Man, what you been? You been on mute or something, man? I, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm on my lunch break. I'm out to the all y'all. To you two and your family and whatnot. You too, bro. But, uh, uh, your, your thoughts on the Mars game? How you how, how you see it going? How, you know, what are your thoughts? If, you know, also, far as Chase Young. You know what? I, how, I, I, how he gonna look tomorrow? I, I'm happy that Chase gonna get back on the field because I feel he has to get on the field f- to start getting past the mental hangups he may have. Uh, my expectations are not very very high right now because I understand. When a guy comes back, especially a guy in a position that has to use his legs against those heavy people, uh, anchor and yep. try to get around the edge. I, I don't – I'm not – my my expectations are not very high. Now, whatever he does, if he, if he exceeds the little bit I have, that, that that's, you know, icing on the cake right there. Uh, but when I look at the whole game, I'm one that I look at what really happens. I look at the team's. You look at what they've mm-hmm. done year round, and at this yep. point, by that, like everybody that want to say what they think, I would say if you truly think Washington gonna win, go better money line bet on Washington. <laughs> and I promise you, a lot of people aren't doing that around the country, exactly. and especially in this area. I think mm-hmm. San Francisco will win the game, but I also right, have right. a understanding that 
if Washington comes into play and San Francisco is overlooking them, they can lose. So, right, right. but if I had to put my money on it and have to tell you what I truly feel, I feel San Fran will win. Is yeah, that a guarantee? Yeah. No, but I feel they would right. based off of what I've seen thus far. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, my friend. I, again, sorry about that. Merry Christmas and to you, you and the family. All right, bro. I'll be you calling too, man. you again. Gotcha, man. Right. Take care. Have a great day. Let's go to Alexandria. Check out Chris. What's up going on, Chris? What's happening, man? Chris, what's up? This may be a little bit of a heavier, heavy question, and if you can't answer it, I understand. All right. Um, do you think that there is a underlined bias about former um, Redskins players um, for some reason or other being elected into the Hall of Fame, such as yourself and Joe Jacoby? because of either the owner or because of the name and things of that nature? I, I don't think – I truly, and this is my, my opinion, I don't believe that there is a problem because of the owner or the, or the name. I believe that this, this regime and ownership and before this regime and ownership, they never fought for people as individuals. Okay? Jack and his crew didn't. And Dan and his crew damn sure don't right now. Okay? So, it, to me, you watch Jerry. When it comes down to Hall of Fame, Jerry is involved with everything. You watch other teams. The owners are involved with everything. Jim Irsay is involved with the, with the coach trying to get in there. I don't know how many times I've heard anybody on this team in this ownership has ever dialed my phone number and asked me anything about how we could present, what we could do, what kind of you know campaign we can have. Every right. time I hear that, that's from a fan or somebody in the media, and most times media people outside of this area. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't, and then I think with Joe, you look at Joe. Uh, Joe's track record speaks for itself. But if you get the, if so he's the, not in. He's but not if the, in. yeah, but if the people that you play for are not fighting for you, why on earth are other people going to fight for you? You know what I'm saying? So I really think that uh, they need to do more because all you have to do is take the numbers and present them, and you got to be able to make a little noise, you know? And I think that's what other uh, ownership does. We haven't done that around here. Yeah. I Well, that's an honest answer, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. All right, man. Appreciate you. See, I look at the whole situation with that. It's like I went to Philly, and I found out in Philly where I stood and stuff. When I was here, I never knew any of that stuff. Nobody ever said it. We have always presented this area as the coach, the line, and the team. But you also have individuals that if they get recognized nationally, you also get even more praise here. So – you have to present them too. And that's been an issue because we look at Daryl and Art, why it took them so damn long. Their numbers were outstanding and way better than others. Should have been first ballots. Who fought for them? No one. No one directly from the ownership and management did. So if those people aren't making the noise, why do we expect everybody outside of our area to do the exact same thing? Let's go to Oxon Hill. Check out uh, 
Damien. What's up, what's up, Damien? How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you, sir, for taking my call. Uh, good afternoon to you, and happy holidays to you and your family. You too, man. Um, second, I want to uh, say excuse me for asking you a weak question last week because I know you liked them uh, commanders and a couple weeks ago when they played the Vikings and Jeff uh, dropped that song, You Ain't Never Scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, but my question is, if you could only have one for the rest of your life, which one would it be, spoon or fork, and why? If I could only have one for the rest of my life, spoon or fork, what will it be? I'm going to take the fork. Ooh. Because I, I don't like I don't like most things that you got to <laughs> scoop with. I, I my fork can still get me the rice and the bean at the beat the uh, all of if I'm eating like a soup I can get all the protein out of it and then I can drink the juice. The spoon you always expecting to, to scoop. I don't need the scoop, okay? Then when it comes down to it, what if it's something I got a stick? You gonna stick it with a what? You gonna stick it with a spoon? You know, if I wanna if I have a knife with my fork, I can slice my steak. How the hell am I going to slice my steak with my fork and my, my, my spoon and my knife? Hmm? You really want me to answer that question? Answer the question. At me. I ain't going to lie, B. I'm personally taking a spoon because you can't, you can't pick up milk with a fork. First of all, why <laughs> do I need to pick up milk? I'm <laughs> drinking milk, fool. Yeah, I, but, but you're not eating cereal with a fork, dude. I don't like cereal. I just I, yeah. I, I preface but, my no, thing saying, with that. I'm, I'm getting a spoon, and it's a way you could cut a steak with a spoon. It's going to require... <laughs> Uh, it's going to require a little bit more Did work. Did I not say I don't like cereal landfill? I said that at the beginning. See, that shows no, he don't listen. No, I thought you said I don't like And I can that- eat all of the cereal with my fart and then drink the damn milk. Because I don't like the- And when I was eating cereal when I was young, I would always eat the cereal and then drink the milk because the new- milk now has all the sugar and stuff in it and it tastes better. I can't believe he went with you can't pick up milk with a fork. That was his <laughs> argument for the spoon. Yeah. yeah. Milk. <laughs> Dude, something that you drink. I I want the fork. Yeah, I'm taking the spoon. If I get into an issue, I can always stab your ass with that fork. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Wow. (laughs) We're going to take a break. (laughs) And when we get back, we'll be joined by my buddy and my pal, Raven Caldwell, played for the Washington football team and also played for the 49ers. To get his take on the linebacker play of both sides and how we, what what has to go into uh, stopping the run to get a victory. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.